0: A week of highs and lows of fun and not so fun. We're going to talk about a lot of it today. But before we get to all of that, we want to say a thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site. And one of my two favorite things about Cassidy. Number one, it's secure. For example, you have to validate yourself before you get all of the features of Cassidy. So you know that the people that you're talking to are legit. It's not full of a bunch of fakes and bots and people that don't, actually belong on the site. And then my second favorite thing is is the user friendliness of the site. There are so many out there that are so antiquated, difficult to navigate. I love Cassidy because it's so easy. It just allows me to focus on the fun of meeting people and getting into communities and immersing myself in lifestyle stuff. So if you want to try that for yourself, go to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, you're going to get an entire month of free access. Again, that's FrontPorchSwingers.com com, click on the Cassidy banner to get started today. So it's uh, (laughs) it's been a week. Uh, It is two o'clock in the afternoon or something, and uh, we're drinking bourbon while we're recording this, which we literally never do.
1: No, it's been that kind (laughs) of weekend. It's been, you know, it's been a it's been challenging. Certainly, it has been somewhat productive, but absolutely more than anything, it's been educational.
0: Yeah. And we're not going to go in depth on the podcast about AVN week. If you want to hear all about that, you can actually watch us talking about it (laughs) on this week's bonus episode because we just recorded it on video and went very in depth on our review of what AVN was like this year. I will say from my perspective, it was not a good experience.
1: No. In fact, if it is done anywhere near the manner in which it was this year, if it's done that way next year, we simply won't attend. Yeah. It was really disappointing, frankly.
0: It was disorganized. It was weird. It was they made a bunch of changes this year that made absolutely no sense. And it's disappointing because we tell a lot of people about yeah. AVN and how much we enjoy it. And I'm sure people came this year on our suggestion.
1: Well, the host hotel simply didn't want it. They needed it. They didn't want it. Right. And they didn't they didn't do anything to embrace it
0: so it was like this dirty little secret i yeah. felt like i should have been hiding the whole time we were there like yeah. oh don't let all the freaking vanillas see us dirty pervs up here it was
1: very <laughs> really very off-putting and the way they operated it was honestly it was terrible
0: yeah, I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing, the thing that I love about AVN more than anything is it feels liberating Right. because the two years we went that it was at the Hard Rock, you would walk in and it would be signage everywhere and beautiful women dancing in cages and people in the lobby bar just talking to porn stars who are very scantily clad and nobody's batting an eye. No. And it's like, fuck, like, this is my world right here. This is where I want to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. And this was very, it was homogenized to say the least. Yeah. You put a dress code in place, which <laughs> very few people followed anyway. Get the fuck but- out of you here. know, It was really it was it was a little dry, to say the least. Anyway, I, again, if it's done this way next year, I certainly won't attend.
0: But we did get a lot of other fun things that came out of AVN. For we example, did. we got to meet a brand new couple. Yes, that was so fun. Shout out to them if they're listening right now. Yeah,
1: They were amazing. And unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control, I had the opportunity to see them and potentially spend a little bit more private time with them on Saturday. But uh, unfortunately, schedules, it was a disaster, unfortunately, because of some unprofessional folks. So I didn't get the opportunity to do that. But I'm looking forward to seeing them again. They were amazing, lovely people.
0: They come here all the time, they said. So I'm sure you'll have another opportunity. I certainly
1: hope so. She is delightful.
0: Yeah. So that was really fun. I mean, those are the types of things that I love. Also, we have to talk about the strip club experience.
1: What a blast.
0: Whole Highlight of the
1: week for sure.
0: Fucking shit. That was amazing. Okay, but here's the problem. This was my first Las Vegas strip club experience. Yeah. This was very unique. This was not yes, this a was normal strip club experience. Because when you go to the strip club, I mean, I've been to a couple not in Vegas. And I mean, it's fun, but it's not like this. This was no. a private room in the back of the club. Mm-hmm. Also, huge shout out to Palomino Club. That's the club that we were at.
1: Absolutely. Palomino, Adam at the Palomino killed it. Great fucking host, super guy. Put this thing together, uh, knocked it out of the park. We had a fucking blast. And I am a guy, you know, I come from that world. I'm not a huge fan of going to the clubs. It's not my thing anymore. I haven't done it in a long time because I lived it. This was a very different, unique, fun experience. I mean, listen, let's face it. I was on stage getting spanked. Well, we're going
0: to that. We're gonna get to that. how
1: much fun I had. We're
0: going to get to that because I want to talk about some of the stuff that happened. But basically the the premise of this was they had a private room and they invited lifestyle people. It was a lifestyle get together yes. at the strip club. And because it was a private room, I think everyone was very comfortable and things got a little wild, not like raunchy wild, no, not at all. but just, just a little more wild than I think you'd normally see at a strip club.
1: Well, as I mentioned to you, there are some things that you simply can't and cannot do when it, as it pertains to entertainers. And the gals were definitely in, in their own environment. They felt very comfortable, which was very cool. Well,
0: yeah, because it's a bunch of couples. It's not a bunch yeah. of dudes pawing at them. Right.
1: It was a very... It was a very unique experience for anyone who's ever been to a gentleman's club or or hasn't. It was unusual. Let's put it that way. And it was well fucking done.
0: And the girls were all so fucking sweet yes, and fun to be fun, around.
1: Just just good time.
0: We met a couple that we, we exchanged phone numbers. Like, yeah. I want to hang out with them. They're that fucking cool.
1: Yeah, they li- she lives, uh, her and her husband, like two blocks from us. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, they're fucking great. Uh, but it was an amazing experience. I was, you know, as I told you, you know, I'm not I was not thrilled about the idea going to a gentleman's club. Oh,
0: Brian, let's be real. You were way less. It was not that you were not thrilled. You were <laughs> fucked off that I wanted to go to the strip club. I did
1: not want to go. <laughs> but I am glad that I went. It was a great time. And again, shout out to the fucking Palomino. The staff was amazing. Uh, just a great fucking experience. I would absolutely do that again. Well,
0: we also were there with friends because Susan yes. came with us and Nick and Nicole came with us. Yes. And then we actually saw this is how small the lifestyle space is. I don't think people understand this. No. There was a couple sitting way off on the other side of the room and it was not a huge room but it was kind of dark so you couldn't exactly see everything and everyone's like face and that kind of thing and they were so far away that there was one point that I was like the husband looks very familiar right. but I couldn't place it then all of a sudden the wife walks up and stands in between you and I we're sitting at the, the private stage that right. they had and she gets in between us and I'm like holy fuck yeah. this is a couple that we met if you guys even this is so long ago we, it, only longtime listeners will remember this but you met them in Nashville during a dinner I did. and then when we went back through Nashville on our way to Florida we had dinner with them again and we ended up playing with them yes. I played with the husband in one hotel you played with the wife in another hotel yeah so completely separate experiences it was a fucking blast we loved them and we've kept in touch but not really lately not in the last maybe six months or so and so we had no idea they were going to be there and they were the couple that was sitting across
1: the room there was also two couples there that we met in Fort Lauderdale it's Splash. Yeah. What are the fucking odds? Well, it's Vegas. It's, you know, people, everybody fucking comes to Vegas. Yeah. But I
0: also think it was a reminder that everyone thinks, oh, the lifestyle space is growing so rapidly. And may, I mean, maybe it is, but it's also still pretty fucking small at yeah, the end of the day.
1: The circle is, is pretty small. Yeah. For sure. But it was fucking great. It was, you know, again, see, we had our, our friends with us. We met, we got to see old friends. We met some new friends, and just had a fucking great time. It was a, it was a good time. Shit, we didn't get home. We think we went to bed at like two in the morning, which is way beyond my bedtime. <laughs> so it was a lot of fucking fun.
0: It was so fun. Yes. And as I
1: mentioned, I got spanked because I spilled a glass of wine. One of the girls thought I needed to be punished for that. So, and in fact, I didn't spill the wine. I took credit for spilling it because I didn't want her to, the girl, to feel bad. So. And um,
0: you wanted to be spanked by a hot chick on stage. Uh,
1: not initially, no. Uh, but it was it enjoyable? Did you like it? Yeah, it was fine. I, it was fun. You know, <laughs> she was super cute and very enthusiastic and everybody thought it was funny. So, you know, what the fuck? What do I care?
0: There is no photo or video evidence, unfortunately. So the only people that got to see it are <laughs> in that room. <laughs> if you weren't
1: one of the 75-ish people in that room, you are never going to see it, fortunately for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's I at one point I had my tits out. I was getting them paddled by one of the women. Susan
1: had her tits out? Yeah. It was very fucking naughty in there I got a
0: dance from a super hot redhead that was fun she was fucking beautiful it's it's funny because I talk about this often my attraction to women I'm not attracted Sexually, to that many women, I think every woman is beautiful in her own way, but it's rare for me to have a sexual attraction to a woman. But when I do, it is fucking strong. And that woman was my new lady crush that night. She She was was... so cute. She was like 5'10 and she had this big old booty and this tiny little waist. And I mean, she just had this perfect hourglass figure, this beautiful long red hair that you could tell was natural. I'm like, oh my fucking God, can you please come home with me and live with me forever? Yeah, she was. This is our new girlfriend. Brian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No argument. She was hot, But yeah, what a great experience.
0: Yeah, it was great. I loved it. And but my my point is in saying all this is the next time I go to a strip club going to be a gigantic letdown.
1: Well, it's like we talked about, right? It was like our first house party here in Vegas, our first week in Vegas. (laughs) The first house party we went to was like, next level fucking insane and everything after that's just been eh, all right
0: yeah (laughs) i mean it's cool but it's not a penthouse overlooking the strip with a bunch of hot people yeah and nobody brought us
1: here in a rolls royce (laughs) so it's not exactly the same it was fucking amazing but yeah that's the problem right it just ruined it it's like it's not it's like not representative of most experiences so everything else is going to be like a letdown
0: well and that's why i wanted to preface this entire thing by saying like yes I had a great time at the strip club it was a fucking epic night but don't take my word for it because you are probably not going to have this experience this is kind of a once in a lifetime thing
1: yeah well fortunately I think it's something we'll be able to do a little bit more often because he's going to host these more often and he'll let us know
0: yeah but the first excitement of it and the people that were with us there and we just happened to run into friends that we haven't seen in two years honestly
1: what this was was a very well done meet and greet for the most part I think with a you know someone who is experienced in the hospitality space and also in the lifestyle space and understood how to make this work and so yeah and again the shout out to the Palomino man what a fucking phenomenal experience I had not been since 2009 and it was amazing
0: well even the main floor I didn't spend a lot of time out there but it was beautiful I was really impressed no they
1: did an amazing job it it wasn't quite renovated in 2009 when I was there but it was yeah I mean what a a phenomenal and I was there for business it was very different this was a unique experience and I enjoyed the shit out of it I
0: I would assume that Vegas strip clubs are kind of like Vegas lifestyle clubs Hit where there's me. some that are fucking amazing and some that are the worst places in the world. For oh,
1: sure. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no question. But this was the overall experience was just uh, uh, spectacular. The staff, the bartenders, the servers, the, the the entertainers, just a great fucking time.
0: Well, this was clearly like a thing because I had so many people that reached out on Twitter and Instagram and yeah. in our Telegram group like, how's the strip club experience? Did Brian have fun? Yeah. Everyone was really concerned that you weren't going to like it. So, yeah, it's not,
1: you know, <laughs> it, it, it's like anything else. You spend enough time doing something. You don't you're not in a rush to do it again, especially when you do it for a living. Right. But this I get was, that. This was a, a unique uh, experience and I enjoyed it because we got to meet some great people that other, we otherwise may not have had the chance to meet.
0: It's kind of like when I used to bartend, I would never go out to the bars ever. No, of course. Because yeah. all I did was deal with drunk assholes at work. So why would I go out and do that? Yeah. Same thing.
1: No, exactly the same thing. You operate restaurants or bars. The last thing you want to do is fucking go out. Yeah. you know. So <laughs> this is a this was a lot of fun, though. I'm looking forward to the next one. Honestly, I'm going to reach out to him and see when we're doing it again. Oh. Hopefully we're in town. Cool. Well, yeah.
0: anyway, strip club experience. Check off the list. <laughs> you I want to go back, but I've had it once. Yep. Yeah, you got it.
1: That's good. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time. So this week, again, other than I think, well, the strip club experience was the highlight for sure. Oh, yeah. No, no question about it. Had some uh, not great experiences. I mean, you, you did have some positive experiences, but not there were some not great experiences.
0: Well, I want to talk about the content creator space a little bit. I'm not going to cover it too much because we talked about it a ton on the bonus episode already. But Yeah, I mean, this was a very eye-opening week for me. It was a reminder, and we've been dealing with this since we started the podcast, really, that anything to do with sexuality is not taken all that seriously. Even by the people who are in the industry, it's kind of like, eh, you know, it's sex. It doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be professional. And that was a really big letdown this week. Um, I will say that it highlighted... The guys that are solid and the guys that take it seriously the people in general that take it seriously i also got to shoot with an amazing photographer who goes by g he's with the vip team and i'll put his instagram and twitter in the show notes because you should absolutely go check out his work that was a huge highlight for me too because i mean that was done basically as a favor to dreads uh he goes by dreads way and i'll I'll link him too he's become a friend he's a great creator in this space and he's kind of an up-and-coming guy like He's very much in demand right now. And this G guy shot a scene with us basically as a favor to Dreads. And it was so fucking amazing. I put a couple of the pictures on social media, but it was really interesting to have a professional photographer allow me to see myself in a little bit different light.
1: Well, it showcases, he showcased for me, as did a couple of the other guys, uh, including Dreads, that there is absolutely a place for professionalism in this space, as well it should be. Right. And those are the guys that I want us to become more involved with professionally because that's how we operate. And uh, the unfortunate part of this weekend was some a lack of professionalism and a lack of taking it seriously on the part of some people. And it's super fucking disappointing. Yeah. It really was a disappointment. I'm, I'm still disappointed, which is why I have in my hand a, a <laughs> glass of uh, Crown Reserve at two o'clock in the afternoon because, you know... Uh, straight,
0: it, by the way, completely uh, yeah, I straight. Only, I drink
1: it neat, you know, but I, I really, I'm struggling with how just lackadaisical people can be when it comes to this kind of thing or just a lack of professionalism and honestly focus and discipline this is a serious space and it should be taken seriously I get it it's fun it should be fun work should be fun yeah that's why we do what we do because it's fun it's still a professional space and I'll say this it's still again, like the lifestyle space. It's not that it's small. You're you know avN is a great way to showcase just how small a space this is because there's a lot of people we saw, a lot of people we know, a lot of people we've interacted with. you see these people. And if you get a bad reputation, much like the podcast space, you're going to run into some trouble at some point. Yeah, you know there's no question about it. we you're going to cross paths with people. Who haven't had a great experience with you and you're gonna to start to get a bad reputation. That's not good for folks.
0: Well, and much like the lifestyle space, the content creator space is one of those in which you never know who knows who, no. you never know who's talking to who, right. you never know the opportunities that you're being passed up for because of being unprofessional in the past.
1: Yeah, you gotta be really cautious of that. Be you know, if you're if you even intend to do this at a level you know, for example, you want to make some money to travel or you're, you know, you're looking at, it's a side hustle, whatever. It doesn't mean you don't take it seriously because what happens is if you don't, you affect other people who may be taking it seriously. Right. And that's the biggest issue. Just be considerate really is what it is. Does You don't want to take it seriously, fine, but don't inconvenience everybody else around you because that's what happens. And it's right. what happened this weekend to us.
0: Well, I think that leads perfectly into single guy tip of the week. So How,
1: I mean- there are so many options for single guy tip of the week. I'm, I'm not even sure which one to start with, honestly.
0: Well, single guy tip of the week for me this week is to not assume that your time is more important than other people's. Yeah. This happens a lot in the hot wife space, especially. I'm sorry, It happens a lot in the lifestyle in general. But in the hot wife space specifically, especially single guys, right, that That don't have a lot of other responsibilities, you see that (laughs) they think that their time is significantly more important. And they they show it in so many different ways. Not showing up on time for first meetings, not showing up on time for play dates, um, telling you that they're gonna be available on a night, and then all of a sudden, day of that changes. And I mean, there's a few things that I can glean from that. One is it to me it feels like disrespect
1: 100 it's disrespectful
0: but i also have a responsibility in this and i'm realizing that sure we do. that i don't set enough of a boundary i give these guys way too much fucking rope yep. here's a perfect example of that the guy i was supposed to meet last week on monday i told him i have the day free so let me know what time works for you Yep, that's a mistake yeah that was a mistake i should not have done that i gave him way too much credit there
1: Yeah, you and i have talked <laughs> about this you gotta have a window
0: Way too much fucking credit so <laughs> he says how about 6 p.m. He goes, I get off at 5. How about 6? Perfect. 6 it is. Then all of a sudden, 6 was, hey, I might not be off in time. Can we try for 7? Okay, not ideal, but 7 is, that's fine. I'll make it work. Then all of a sudden, ah, you know what? Work is just fucking crazy today. Can we try for 8.30 or 9? No, motherfucker. We cannot try for 8.30 or 9. You have now pushed it back twice and you don't get to dictate my entire day.
1: No, see, this is the part that that fucks me off because while it's just maybe you and I, right, maybe 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 we're the only ones affected, but maybe we're not. Like what happened-
0: Typically th- we're not.
1: Right. Like what happened this weekend. Right. I had the opportunity to meet with a, with a couple who I met once this weekend, but I had the opportunity potentially to spend some intimate time with them. Right. Because of someone else's in lack of consideration for our time and how valuable our time is and or anybody else's time other than their own- that got put off. I had to I had to put that off because someone else fucked up with a schedule. And that's not okay. Yeah. You know, you got people don't think that it's like, oh well, I'm just putting off this hot wife. Well, no, that hot wife is partnered. And you don't know what else is going on behind the scenes. They may have a time for you at six o'clock, but eight o'clock isn't gonna work because there's something else going on. Maybe it's work. You know, maybe there's a babysitter involved or whatever. No one takes into consideration the domino effect of that. Exactly. And that's a fucking problem. It's really inconsiderate and disrespectful. And the one thing you cannot do is make up time. You fuck up somebody's time. <laughs> You can't make up time. Yeah. That's not okay. Exactly. That's a big problem for me.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I I think I need to start setting that hard boundary with guys. So in other words, hey, let's meet at this time. Cool. Just so you know, if you're more than five minutes late, don't bother coming. All done. If you want to reschedule with me, it better be hours in advance so that I'm not completely rearranging my day
1: around you. Well, that's the other thing. That We do that a lot. You do that a lot too. We're super accommodating. Yeah. We are not rearranging our schedules for anybody well, else. I
0: like to be friendly and I like to give people the benefit of the right. doubt. But Me the too. problem is a lot of times, especially in this space that's you know sexually charged and it's it, you know people just think of it as sex. They don't think of it as connections and right. networking and all of the other elements that go into successfully being in the hot wife space. They don't think of those things. So to them, it's like, well, I don't have time for sex, so that's all that matters and I'll just cancel. Right. And they don't understand two things, the reputation they'll get very quickly. Real quick. And secondly, that you're just being a really shitty human being by doing that.
1: Well, and again, to go back to this couple that we I had, had the opportunity to meet and you met with me also once your uh, one of your appointments was over this weekend, you came and met me and we, we had a drink with them. We had this conversation prior to you getting there. They live in another state, but their biggest thing was, much like ours, guys not taking their time seriously. and and either ghosting entirely and then reaching back out like two weeks later like nothing (laughs) happened or... Oh, hey, well, we'll be there at four. I'll be there at four. Four is available. I'm available at four. Oh, wait, can we do it at five? And then it's five minutes to five. I'm sorry. I'm 25 minutes late. No, 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 no. We're all done here.
0: People don't understand the issue with lateness. And it's a problem here in Vegas, especially.
1: It's, a, it, it's Vegas time. There's, there's real time and there's Vegas There's
0: time. island time. Just like island time in Hawaii. Right. right. There's Vegas time, which yeah. is everyone thinks it's okay to be 15 to 20 minutes late for something. Right. It's fucking not. It's not okay. Not for me. It's not okay. You're not going to you're not going to fuck me if you can't be on time.
1: No. It, well, that just tells you everything you need to know about somebody, right? It's it's a lack of respect, it's decorum, obviously, yep. and consideration. If you're not considerate enough to show up on time, especially look, single guys in this space, you have got a lot of you have a lot of obstacles.
0: Well, Here's kind of this is the way I want to put it. This is the metaphor that I think people should think of. If you go for a job interview and it's a really good freaking job right. and a lot of people are applying for it and you show up 20 minutes late. Do you think you're going to get that fucking job? Well,
1: how are you going to keep a job? If you can't show up (laughs) to work, rule number one of keeping a job is showing up.
0: But my point is, if you're applying for a job and you're the one that's late and everyone else is on time, you think you're going to get the job. No, it's kind of the same way in this space. You do have a ridiculous amount of competition. And if you can't do the bare minimum of being respectful of somebody's time and showing up when you say you're going to be there, that's the other thing. Here's the real tip of the week. Be a man of your word. Exactly. And that part of that is showing up and being where you say you're going to be,
1: period. That's it. It's really that easy. Here's my thing. And I've done this before in my past. And if you're a single guy, you really should take heed of this. If, if you don't listen to any fucking thing else I say, <laughs> if you say you're going to be someplace and you know instinctively, and you know instinctively, if you're going to fuck somebody's day up, you're going to fuck somebody over by not showing up, you show up regardless of what the inconvenience is or how fucking stupid you're going to feel by telling them, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't want to leave you hanging, but I cannot stay. You have got to make the effort. You have to eat it. Fall on your sword. You're know you going to have to eat some humble pie. That's just the way it's going to be. Be a fucking adult. Show up. Take your lumps and just move the fuck on. (laughs) But you absolutely have to do that in this space as a single guy to be taken seriously. It's rule number one. Show up. I agree. There you have it. There's single guy
0: tip of the week, folks. (laughs) You are welcome. Okay, so I think we need to get on to some naughty fun, and I have some naughty fun to share, let me tell you. Yes, you do. I actually had an experience while you were staying the night with Susan, which I think was good for me. It was a good distraction and a very sexy distraction with a man that I really enjoyed playing with, that I had a lot of fun with, a very different experience than he and I have ever had together before, which I'm going to talk about. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Hungry Root. If you want to eat a little healthier and save time in 2023, Hungry Root can help you build healthy habits that don't disappear by February. If you guys know from listening to the show, I don't cook. I hate to cook and I hate to grocery shop. And that's why I was so excited when Hungry Root reached out and offered to send us a box. I loved it. It was so fun to pick out the things that I wanted. They sent me things to try out some healthy recipes. And it was really cool because as I was picking out my box, I could also say how much time I want or had for prep and cook time. So the meals that I got were so super simple and easy. One of them I could cook in like 15 minutes. It was perfect. As somebody who's as busy and hates cooking as much as I do, Hungry Root took all of the guesswork out of it for me, and it absolutely saved us money on groceries as well. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered right to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one convenient place. The best part is everything that Hungry Root offers follows a simple standard. It has to Taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Front Porch Swingers listeners 30% off of your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to hungryroot.com/fps to get 30% off your first delivery and your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com/fps. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. We love all of Promescent's products and one of the reasons I personally love them is because I have ridiculously sensitive skin. There are so many products out there, especially lubes, that I simply cannot use because they leave my skin burning and itching and uncomfortable. And let me tell you from personal experience, there is nothing less sexy than having that sensation when you're trying to have bedroom fun. And Permescent knows that a lot of us have very sensitive skin, and that's why all of their ingredients are not only top quality, but they're also doctor tested and recommended. So if you want to make sure that you have the best ingredients used in your bedroom wellness products, head on over to promescent.com today to check out their full line. They have things like lubes, massage oils, condoms, before and after wipes, and so much more. Promescent.com, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com to check out our favorite bedroom on this products today. So this experience was fun for a lot of different reasons. First of all, you didn't really even know it was happening
1: when it was happening. I had no idea because I was spending the night with Susan.
0: Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to need a distraction and it's going to need to be more than like a movie (laughs) and a glass of wine. (laughs) I'm going to need a little more than that. Well, you've
1: got a lot more than that, actually.
0: Yeah. And I thought he was the perfect person to invite over for a couple of reasons. First of all, this guy and I have played at the club on a couple of occasions. But he's also just become a friend. He's a really good dude. He's very well connected in this space. He seems to know everyone in the entire city of Las Vegas, especially if they're slutty, naughty people. For sure. And so I felt very comfortable inviting him over. I knew that you would be totally okay with him being in our home without kind of your knowledge, because I don't think I really told you. Did I? tell you i was having a play date
1: no i had no idea
0: yeah i think i was just like yeah i'm gonna let brian go do his thing with susan and have their fun and i'm gonna have mine and then i'll tell brian about it afterwards we had
1: very little you and i really didn't communicate that much that night when i was with her
0: oh hardly at all Yeah. yeah and that's the other thing is i didn't know for sure that this whole thing was happening until about an hour before your play date right so I, for me, it was kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this naughty little thing. And Brian's going to go off and have his fun. But I'll have a sexy story to share with him when he gets back. Right. So I don't know. I like that kind of yeah, stuff.
1: No, I thought it was great, especially choosing someone like him who obviously, like you said, he's become a friend. We are very comfortable with him. I know and trust him. So there was no issue.
0: Lots of mutual friends, which is always oh, yeah. good. So yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he comes over probably about an hour after you left for Susan's. And this was the first time that he and I have hung out outside of the club. Right. Like, we talk, all the, we text, and every time we're at the club together, we always chat and catch up a little bit. This was the first time we ever had completely social time outside of the
1: club. You have had plans on occasion. You guys were trying to connect and maybe go to a club together one night or something, but schedules always got screwed up.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> it was so interesting because I guess I had a mental image of who this guy was based on just seeing him at the club and hanging out with him in that environment. Sure. This was very different. He was so cerebral. The conversations we were having sitting on the couch in the living room were so in-depth about everything, lifestyle stuff, relationships, just everything you could think of. And I loved that. It, it just kind of, it was like an onion, like pe- peeling back the layers. You get to see like the top layer of a person when you're in a club environment. Another reason I prefer going to the club, meeting someone, and then having that more private time afterwards, because I don't feel like you get the full picture in that environment.
1: Well, it personalizes and, and humanizes the, the person, right? Because yeah. we see them at lifestyle events, like you said, pool parties, you know, throughout the summer. We saw we see him a lot because he's at a lot of the same events. But when you don't have the time in like those environments to get to really know somebody, you never really get to know them if you don't see them outside of those environments.
0: Yeah, like I said, you see the surface level stuff. Right. You see the way they look, you see kind of the way they interact with other people. You get their persona, but to be able to sit down and just have these in-depth conversations with him and i've said this so many times on the podcast but that turns me the fuck on yeah like when somebody has something to say and when somebody has something to say that makes me think that's a that's like an aphrodisiac for me it's the hottest fucking thing ever well it's also
1: clear obviously i wasn't there but i, I can based on what you told me and what we're talking about currently We knew, you guys knew that sex was happening. It was on the table, certainly. But that that was not his only focus because it's not like, and you said this to me, you made this point that he didn't just come over and just, you didn't just start playing right away. Like there was a, a, a lengthy period of time where you chatted and had a drink and really kind of got to know one another. So it wasn't like it was a rushed kind of thing. He wasn't eager to get in and get out, literally, so to speak.
0: Well, yeah, he he was at the house for probably two hours. And I would say an hour and 15 minutes of that was us just sitting and talking. Right. But it was so interesting. I mean, I just found myself being intrigued by him and asking questions of him that I never thought I would ask. And it was wonderful. So it was not really even flirtatious. It was so friendly. And just normal. I mean, we're sitting there sipping a drink. It's just chill as hell, much like it is when you tell me about your times with Susan and Jade. Right. Like that incredibly just friendly platonic thing going on that then allows you to feel comfortable and kind of get into a sexual headspace when the time is right. Exactly. And that's what happened. So anyway, there was one point. I kind of started rubbing his leg on the couch. And as soon as I did that, his persona did kind of change a little bit. Sure. It's funny how just that one physical touch, that one flirtatious moment of like skin on skin can totally change everything.
1: For sure. It obviously is going to change the temperature in the room. No doubt about that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not at all surprised.
0: <laughs> so I'm kind of rubbing on him. I'm touching him. I'm touching his hand. I'm touching his leg. And then I was like, so at one point, do you want to go into the bedroom with me? And he's like, well, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I told him I was going to go in and change really quick. Um, I already had my lingerie under clothes, but I just took my clothes off. I put my leopard print robe over a piece of lingerie and I come out, I grab him, we go into the bedroom. And I will say, I think the past experiences I've had with him have been kind of rushed, which we've talked about. That's kind of the nature of club experiences because you're not... In those moments, really taking your time. Well, you also don't want to
1: take all of the time, like in private rooms, for example.
0: Yeah, that's shitty. It's bad club etiquette. Yeah. But it doesn't allow for really enjoying somebody. You, I mean, it's great. He has an amazing cock. I've totally come all over it. That's not what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> But it just wasn't the same. So it was interesting to have this time completely uninterrupted. There's a little bit of light music going and literally nothing else. You know, everything else in in the house is silent. And I can just focus on him and his cock and this mutual pleasure. And so we're sitting on the bed together on the edge of the bed. And we just start making out with each other. And it was so interesting, the heat that was generated from that, because he and I make out most of the times that we're both at the club. Oh, sure. We don't play every time we're both at the club, but we we end up making out most nights because I fucking love to kiss people. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, I,
1: we talk about it a lot. I you know, I have a difficult time understanding how people in the lifestyle particularly are like, oh, yeah, the one thing we don't do, we don't kiss our, our play partners. I, 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 How? I can't, How I can't is that a thing? It. I'm not into it. I, God, I, I
0: love kissing. Yeah. It's so fucking nice. There's nothing better than knowing you want to fuck someone and knowing that you're going to fuck someone, but you're only kissing right now. Well, there's because... no better
1: way to tell them that you want to fuck them.
0: Yes, but it also, it's such a buildup. And this was a perfect example of that. We start very lightly kind of kissing on each other. This is not like, oh, we're just going right into it. This was like light kissing. He puts one of his hands on the back of my neck. He's kind of massaging my neck as he brings me in closer. And then I'm almost like, basically almost sitting on his lap. And then we are just making out more. My hands start running all over his body. I mean, this is just an example of two people thoroughly enjoying the other person right and it's at that point i mean of course there's a sexual undertone we all know what's gonna fucking happen but no sexual touching has happened i haven't touched his cock he's not rubbing on my tits none of that is happening it's just this time of buildup, and it just keeps getting better and better and better and more intense and he's sticking his tongue in my mouth now then he stops kissing me and he starts licking on my earlobe which i Fucking love. Oh God, I love that feeling.
1: Well, that's just it. It's like that's that's the prelude. That's that's the warm-up, right? Exactly. I mean, it's the cover charge. That's how you get to get to the VIP section, so to speak. You've got to work your way into that section. And by that, that kissing, that it just you develop such heat during that time period. It's it's like my favorite part of the entire experience is is the build up.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. That foreplay is is fucking strong, man. Yeah. So anyway, He's kissing on my ear. He's kissing on my neck. He finds my little spot right behind my ear, spends a ton of time on it, which I think he remembered from a previous session. I told him that that was kind of my kryptonite, kind of kissing and nibbling right there. Yeah. So he spent a lot of time on that. And there was one moment, I basically threw one of my legs over his leg. And now, like, my robe is open, and I have all of this skin. And he starts taking clothes off. He kind of stops kissing me for a second, starts taking clothes off. And then we have all of this skin-to-skin contact. Right and it just feels hot like his body feels hot against mine and go back to kissing and there's just so much like you said heat and anticipation that's going into that I can feel myself starting to get wet I can feel my legs quicken a little bit which is always like a sign like okay I'm ready for a fucking orgasm I need yeah. so- I need a mouth somewhere besides my neck and mouth that was great but now we're moving on to step two <laughs> yeah, but
1: what a great way to get there
0: It was great. So he he has me lean back and he goes down on me first. And I've said before, this man has fucking amazing oral skills. He knows exactly what he's doing. What I liked most about this time, though, once again, when I think back to our club experiences, I think back to how kind of rushed everything felt. And I think the most oral he and I have done was maybe like four minutes each.
1: Yeah, see, that's the thing for me. Like, I I don't ever really, I don't entirely discount the idea of playing at clubs or events or you know takeovers that kind of thing but it isn't really my jam I mean it's just not I really prefer the opportunity to be able to take my time
0: well I like both for very different reasons but that's I guess that's what I'm explaining here so yeah I mean the first couple of times that he and I were together it was great I remember him being really really good with his mouth but this time felt deliberate And like he really had an intention and he knew what he was doing to me. It felt very confident. Like, for example, there was one moment I kind of started wriggling my hips while he's licking my pussy and he holds my hips down to the bed, which is something you do. do. And it drives me fucking crazy because it's basically like, hey, stop wriggling so I can focus on your fucking pussy right now.
1: Yeah, because you move around like crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. And someone that's confident enough to do that and like really wants to give me that pleasure and make sure that I'm in a position to receive as much as what they're capable of providing. That's fucking hot. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. So he's doing that for quite a while. There was one moment I kind of reached down. I started rubbing on his head and on his neck and onto his shoulders. And I mean, he's a very beautiful man. But one of my favorite qualities of him is how soft his skin is. It's like baby soft. And so I was running my hands on his shoulders and he started getting goosebumps. So I could look down and see them like popping up on his skin and I was like oh that's fucking hot I loved that moment <laughs> yeah clearly
1: he digs that too
0: yeah he's very responsive to my touch his body responds to my touch very well which is great because there are a lot of guys that that's not the case with I feel like I have to really really work for them to respond to me and that makes it less fun if I'm being honest yeah
1: because you get kind of get in your own head right like is this actually working is he attracted
0: to me is he just doing this because he just wants to get his dick wet or Yeah. yeah that's not what was going on he clearly enjoyed me touching him right and that was a turn on for me so then of course I come Very loudly and very vigorously, may I add. And then I'm like, okay, I have to suck this guy's cock, of course. So we swatch switch positions. And I get in between his legs. I start sucking his cock. And I also really wanted to take my time. So I was kind of teasing him a little bit, which I haven't done a lot of recently. It was really fun. I started kind of swirling my tongue around the head of his cock. And then I started licking the undershaft of his cock, not with my whole mouth, literally just my tongue out, licking the undershaft and then kind of just like right onto his balls. And he was immediately started moaning. It was so fucking hot. And he makes these great noises and oh, it was just lovely. So then after a little bit of time, I finally take his cock in my mouth and I start very slowly pumping down on it and coming back up and pumping down on it. And I had asked him ahead of time. I couldn't remember because we haven't played in a while if he liked his balls being played with. And he's like, yes, absolutely. Feel free to touch them. So I'm kind of like tickling them a little bit with my fingers while I'm sucking his cock. And then there was one moment I put both of my hands up on like his pecs and I was running my hands down his body while I was sucking his cock. And again, everything just stands at attention. Like he doesn't really have any hair on his body, but again, these goosebumps showing up, they're visible to me. It's, it's just hot to have that reminder that I'm doing something that somebody else really likes.
1: Yeah. There's a, it's obviously there's a positive reaction to what you're doing. It just, it, it makes everything you're doing. You want to do it more. A hundred percent goes for me anyway.
0: So I'm running my hands up and down his thighs. And then I then I start to really pick up the pace with my mouth. And then he starts giving me all of these amazing compliments while I'm sucking his cock. And I love this. We talk all the time. Dirty talk is my fucking jam. If you are silent in bed, we're probably not going to fuck more than once.
1: No, it's tough to. Yeah, it, I it's need tough you to, to tell buy. me
0: something. Tell me I'm a dirty slut. Tell me I'm great with my mouth. Tell me something. The raunchier, the better.
1: Yeah, I, a little positive <laughs> reinforcement. You know, or some, any give me anything, whatever you got.
0: I don't even need to, it to be positive reinforcement. No, dirty, harder onto that fucking cock, or yeah. that would turn me on. Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So I'm sucking his cock and he's like, yes, stick out your tongue while you're sucking on it like that. I was like, oh my goodness. And He's like, oh, you're so good with that mouth. I forgot how amazing you are with that mouth. And I was like, oh my God. So of course, it's just motivating the shit out of me. I'm going harder on his cock. I'm kind of gripping onto his thighs at one point. He had to stop me because he was totally going to fucking come. Like his legs started to quicken and his breath picked up and he's like, okay, okay. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I fucking love getting to that point. So (laughs) then I will say it did get very sensual again. There was one moment I kind of straddled him on the bed. And I mean, he's not inside of me or anything like that, but I'm almost kind of just like rubbing my pussy on him a little bit. And we're making out again. And I'm rubbing my hands up and down his shoulders and his neck. And we're dirty talking to each other. I mean, the whole thing was Very intense. And it was so interesting to me how like being at the club and having sex with him was great. I had so much fun. Both times I walked away being like, wow, that was great. I never walked away being like, that was fucking insane. Right. This got insane. I mean, from that point, after me straddling him and us making out and dirty talking, we were in every position you could possibly imagine there was one point he had me bent over. I had a pillow under my hips. My ass was as far up in the air as it could possibly get. I had my back arched. He obviously puts on a condom, enters me and just starts fucking the shit out of me. The hardest fucking pounding I've taken in as long as I can remember. He's gripping onto my hips. He's digging his thumbs into my ass cheeks. He's just pounding me. I tell him to spank me. He's spanking me. Then he goes back to just grabbing my ass. There was One moment he kind of grips me around the neck, and I'm like, "Yes, choke me!" So he's pounding me and choking me at the same time. I mean, the whole thing was so fucking hot. It was so fucking hot.
1: Well, that's (laughs) where that's that anticipation, right? It's the buildup. It's all of that that heat that took place prior. It's the making out on the couch, and you know, all the kind of touching and feeling before you ever get to any kind of penetration. That's the that's the whole thing, right? You want you want that buildup. It just makes you want that person and that moment more.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't work that way with every. Everyone. No,
1: well, everyone isn't that patient either. <laughs> no,
0: that's very, very true. Yeah, because keep in mind the foreplay between us kissing and then us providing oral and then going back to kissing with me straddling him, that was over half of our session together.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. And
0: I think that's a good thing. I look at that as a huge positive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: no, it, it, it's the, the, the act of sex is easy. That's the easy part. Exactly. Right? It, it's, it's natural, right? It's instinctive. It's leading up to that that makes the difference. Yeah. Right? Because other than maybe from a motion perspective, you know, penetration is penetration. But it's the leading up to it that really, I think for me... nah, makes, penetration isn't penetration. Makes the, makes the penetration that much more, makes the penetrative sex that much more exciting.
0: You know how many guys I've said, pound the shit out of me, and they're like, okay, and then it doesn't fucking happen. Yeah, no, no, no. I,
1: I got it. But you're,
0: you're talking about the actual feeling yeah. of penetration. Well, it's
1: the, the act itself, the whole idea of penis and vagina, right? It's like, it's pretty (laughs) fucking simple. But it's what you do with both of those things and other things prior to that.
0: Well, it's the lead up, but it's also what you're doing during the penetration. So again, he's dirty talking. He's digging his hands into me. He's choking me. At one point, he's pulling my hair. I'm telling him, go harder. I'm telling him how good his cock feels. There are so many guys that is all about the penetration and they aren't able to provide all of those other elements.
1: Yeah, but isn't the penetrate for me... Isn't it when you get to the point of actually having intercourse, if you have had all of these other kind of stimulations leading up to that, the intercourse is just that much better? Oh, a
0: thousand percent. So,
1: yeah, I mean that that's the whole thing. It's like what's happening prior to you
0: and during, that's my point.
1: Yeah, but that's But that for me, based on what you're saying, especially, what happened during sex is simply, it's in addition to what was happening before. It was just an extension of what was happening before. It was so much buildup. So much fucking
0: heat. Yeah, it was fucking passionate and oh my God. So then there was another moment where he's like, I really want you to ride my cock. And he and I both realized I had never ridden his cock before. Never. Hmm interesting he had either fucked me from behind or we did missionary
1: well again you were at the club it's not like you're going from position to position you know
0: yeah exactly so i was like perfect i will happily ride your cock i sink onto his fucking beautiful cock and there was one moment i am almost i'm not choking him but i have my hands kind of on his shoulders and almost around his neck and that was kind of hot i almost felt like i was pushing him into the mattress and using that as my lever point to just booty bounce and go all over his cock go fucking hog wild on the that cock <laughs> it was so hot and then he he grabs me by the back of the neck and pulls me in, starts making out with me while I'm continuing to ride his cock and I'm moaning. I came so hard on his cock, I absolutely squirted. I could feel it. I knew that he felt it. I was gonna stop and then he just kept going. So I was like, "All right, we're just gonna go with this. (laughs) So I continue to ride his cock and there's another point where he's grabbing my ass and he has one hand on each ass cheek. He's almost like pulling my ass apart. And then he stops and kind of starts spanking it. I mean there were just so many different things that were elements in this play session the dirty talk and the choking and the spanking and the oh my god all of it fucking great
1: (laughs) yeah no listen the the whole build up for me is the key and then when you get to the point where you're actually having intercourse you can't help yourself. It's just an extension of what's been happening. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. And of course, you have a familiarity with each other too. So that always helps, right? We talk about that a lot. You've already played with him a few times. So it's not like this trepidatious play that's going on.
0: So what did happen, I will say, is I came multiple times while riding his cock, at least three times in probably 10 minutes. And then my legs were uncontrollably shaking. I could not get them to stop. So I was like, I have to take a break. He said, OK. So he, I obviously get off of him. We're laying in the bed together. We're kind of just joking around, still touching each other. He's still hard. I'm kind of stroking him because I know that I'm going to want to fuck again. So I'm I'm stroking him. I'm kind of keeping him hard. We start kind of kissing a little bit again, very flirtatious with each other. And I will say this is not the dynamic that he and I have had in the past. Right. It's been very friendly and I would say definitely more sexual. This was very playful and fun and silly. We're laughing with each other. And I didn't really think he was that guy.
1: Totally different arena than you're accustomed to. A
0: hundred percent. And I think he was more comfortable too. Oh, for sure. I think that was part of it. He likes to come across as like, oh, I've been in the lifestyle for so many years and everything's all good. But I I think being in that environment where he can just focus on me and on our connection, put him in a completely different headspace. Well, it'll
1: be interesting. Next time we see him, I'm going to need to ask him. Uh, probably, I'm guessing i'm assuming that most of the play that he experiences particularly in the space anyway is taking place at clubs or events right and i'm wondering if the connection that you guys had beyond the fact that of course there is a familiarity and you know each other wasn't a partially because it's a rare occasion that he can actually relax and express himself and be comfortable and not have to worry about Someone randomly knocking on a door or just walking in or, you know, the kinds of things that you run into at clubs and events.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that at the very end because he said something that I thought was very pointed and I think is worth sharing. So we'll get back to that. But anyway, I'm continuing to stroke his cock. I take the condom off. I'm sucking his cock from the side, basically, with my ass, like, up in the air. So I'm bent down sucking his cock. My ass is up in the air. He starts playing with my ass again, and then he kind of reaches around, starts very lightly playing with my pussy as I'm sucking his cock, and I'm like, you need to get another condom, (laughs) and he's like, okay. So (laughs) he puts on a condom. I get on my back. He gets on top of me and starts fucking me. There's one point that he has my legs completely up in the air, holding each ankle, as wide as my legs will go and he is just drilling me as hard as he can and this look he has on his face while he's doing it is sheer fucking joy like it's aggressive but also with this little smirk on his face which turned me the fuck on so much because it was just obvious we were having fun yeah he was
1: enjoying himself
0: yeah this was pure enjoyment this wasn't just oh I really needed to get laid tonight this was I'm fucking happy to be right here with my cock inside of you
1: yeah that's the huge that's that's the plus right when someone when, when you're with someone and you know that they want to be there with you. Yep. That's that's a big deal.
0: So he's fucking me, holding me by my ankles, then he stops and he kind of just leans into me, puts his entire body weight on me, and I'm rubbing my hands all over his back, all over his shoulders, all over his neck. We continue to make out super fucking passionate. I even bit his bottom lip at one point, which I never fucking do that kind of stuff. I don't even know what got into me. I can't remember the last time I bit ah, someone's got lip. Into
1: you. Cock
0: is what (laughs) a beautiful fucking cock attached to a cool dude. I guess that's what it was. So he's fucking me like that for quite a while. And then he says he's gonna come. And I'm like, yes, come for me. And I gripped him like a fucking spider monkey and held him in as close as I could, full body-on-body contact while he came. This is one of the hottest fucking things I've ever experienced in the lifestyle. I've had guys kind of shake before their legs start quaking. I can always tell when breath changes that they're about to come. This was different. His entire body from head to toe started to shake. And I was like, I don't remember this from the last two times. I don't think that was a thing. So (laughs) he has this amazing orgasm. He lets out these fucking just amazing, beautiful noises. His whole body is shaking. It feels like literally a human vibrator on top of my body. And I've said this so many times before, but The reason that turns me on is because when guys are able to just let themselves go, it doesn't happen that often. Think about the number of times that most men just really let themselves go and enjoy themselves and they don't give a shit about what they look like in that moment or the noises that they're making or any of that kind of shit. And they're just able to get lost in this world of
1: ecstasy. Those moments are rare. Well, it comes from, I think, being comfortable, certainly confident and comfortable, I think in in many cases.
0: I mean, yes. I think those are two elements of it. From my perspective, it means that the sex was so good that nothing else fucking matters. Right.
1: You're already you in you're in, you're in a completely different space.
0: The sex transcends everything. Yeah. It transcends all of your ego, all of your expectations, all of the things that you think you should be in a moment. It strips away all of the bullshit to just reveal who someone truly is in that moment.
1: Yeah, but th- that person has to be prepared to do that.
0: Yeah, they have to be vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. And that was fucking hot. So he's just kind of laying on top of me and I burst out laughing because that's what I do. I'm fucking awkward. And he's like, I'm hoping you're laughing because it was great. And I was like, it was fucking fucking amazing and he's like I completely agree and here's what's so funny we lay there for a few minutes and then he starts kind of getting dressed but I can tell he's discombobulated like he's he's saying things but they're not like full sentences or he starts a sentence and he kind of drops off and I'm like are you okay and he's like I'm really cloudy right now and I'm like do you need to lay down a little bit longer he's like maybe so he kind of lays down he's half dressed he lays back on the bed for a couple minutes he decides he's okay to start getting himself put back together and he said as he was getting dressed something that i found very interesting which is that the club environment has a way of perpetuating, like you said, almost that next best thing mentality. Like when he's at the club and I don't blame him for this. I don't think it's a bad quality necessarily as long as you're doing it respectfully. But he's like, there is something to the idea of like, I'm always looking to see who's coming in the door next. And if there's somebody new that I'm attracted to, I want to connect with them. And he's like, that's kind of the point of like your hot wife events is that I always want to meet someone new and maybe someone that I would normally never connect with that lives in a different state or something, or I know I'm never probably going to see ever again, I'm able to connect with them in that moment. And that's really special. This is very different than that. This is, I'm comfortable with you. I like you as a person. And as a result, we had this fucking mind blowing sex.
1: Yeah. Listen, what what his behavior at the clubs or a lot of people's behavior at the clubs or, or events is exactly as he outlined. There's something to be said for that variety, the newness, right? I mean, that's what we're all here for, for the most part, right? In large part.
0: Well, I, some of us, yes. Yeah, some of right? us, no.
1: No, but uh, there are. there's going to be variety. Of course, and yes. That, it, like a guy like him, he's a single dude. He's very active and very likable, very well-liked in the space in our area. So obviously he has those opportunities. It's almost like when you're in the car and you got a. there's like a song on the radio, and you're like, well, maybe there's a better song on another station, right? So, <laughs> that's a very
0: then, old reference. Nobody listens well, to the radio anymore. Well, I do.
1: <laughs> so that's because i'm old so it's
0: like on spotify when you're like i wonder if the next song is better than this one
1: yeah whatever (laughs) same thing so
0: 2023 man it's
1: the same concept though right it's like well this is really cool she's super hot very nice but i just saw somebody come in the door who is this new person right but in a situation like this that's obviously not the case and there's singular singular focus
0: well and again i i think he made makes a perfect point in that there may be people there at those events that he's never going to see again. And that's in the back of his mind. And that dictates a lot of his decisions throughout the evening. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's a very, very different thing than having friends that you fuck and you are able to create these ongoing connections with because it inevitably, as long as you have good sexual chemistry, leads to hotter sex. And this was the perfect example of that. What I will also say is he was so out of it when he left... He left a sock
1: behind. Yeah, one sock. The r- craziest shit.
0: <laughs> one single sock. He texts me about 20 minutes after he left and he's like, "Um, do you have a sock, a random sock in your bedroom right now? I'm like, I don't know. Let me go fucking look. Sure enough, it's sitting right by the bed. I'm like, how did you fucking do that? Yeah,
1: you put on one sock and two shoes. Like, <laughs> Okay, whatever, dude. It must have been really good. Good for you.
0: <laughs> I felt like that was yet another, I'm going to pat myself on the back. You were so um, out of it after yeah. your orgasm that you forgot to put both of your socks yeah, on. Yeah, that's
1: another accolade. I'll well take
0: done. it. <laughs> but yeah, it was just fun. I, and again, it was a great, I don't want to think of it as like, oh, I was using this as a distraction. It kind of was, though. Yeah, but you could have done a
1: lot of things that distract yourself. You, you know, you you have a genuine connection with him. He's, you know, he's a, obviously becoming a fast friend. And, well,
0: I, I could have invited a lot of people over right. too, and I chose him for a reason because. Our connection has been so friendly and fun and no drama. That's the other thing that I really like about it. So I was like, this is the perfect person to have over tonight, given the circumstances. And I'm so glad I made that decision because not only did we have a great time, but I do think it furthered our connection. I do think the next time he and I have sex, and he's already said he wants to come over and play at our place again, rather than at the club, because it was that much better. And it's once again, it's kind of like the strip club experience we were talking about earlier. It's like it, I feel like if he and I went back and fucked at the club now, it would be a letdown because we know what's possible when we have as much time as we want and as much privacy as we need to just be able to enjoy each other.
1: Well, yeah, it's this is very similar to like when because uh, I speak to obviously Susan and Jade and they come to our events or they'll you know, come to uh, our lifestyle event here, you know, the hot wife event here in town or whatever. You know, the conversation sometimes will come up about play. I'm happy to play with them any chance I get. But in a situation like that, if they have an opportunity to play with someone that they may not ordinarily ever see again or will not would not have met before, do your thing. We can see each other anytime. Right. right? So I understand where he's coming from. Have a good time. Play with somebody new. Meet some new people. We're not going anywhere.
0: Right you We know, both so, live here. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah no, I don't think it's a big deal at all.
0: No sweat. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And I, it was also, like I said, it was kind of hot to be able to drop that little surprise on you when you came back from yeah. being with Susan. I, I felt the entire time you were gone that I just had this naughty little surprise for you and that was exciting.
1: Well, it, it's good that you we were able to do that because as we were just talking to our friend about uh, last night, or the, you know the first experience with my staying with Susan and us being apart and that kind of thing. We have to become more comfortable being uncomfortable. And if my being gone or your being gone and, you know, playing with someone else or staying the night or doing whatever, if that means that the other person has to, you know, occupy their mind somehow and, you know, get their minds off of it, at least for the moment, to kind of figure it all out. Right. I think it's OK. We, we have to be able to. It has to be OK for us to do that. Yeah. We have I to agree. process it however we have to process it. <laughs> yeah. you know, if that means coping you mechanisms. Dick, you know, my coping
0: it. mechanism is always either my vibrator or dick. So right.
1: <laughs> everyone has
0: their thing. You know, Everybody
1: has to have their thing.
0: Some people go to marijuana. Some people go to food. I go to sex. Whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. Good for you. <laughs> no, it was super fucking hot.
0: So, yeah, that was my experience. I'm so glad I got to share it all with you cuz these this is the first time you're hearing actually the details of it. Yeah,
1: other than the missing sock, yes. <laughs>
0: Because it's still sitting in our room. So fun. Yeah, I texted him yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Your sock misses you as yeah. does my pussy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, "Noted."
1: <laughs> if you want the sock back,
0: <laughs> you're gonna have to give me more dick. Yeah, I'm you holding hold your I'm holding your sock hostage. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, I will also say if you guys want to hear more about AVN, a lot more about AVN, and about our experiences this week, especially in terms of AVN and content creation, and both the good and the bad and the complete fucking train wreck moments from this week, we already recorded a bonus episode specifically for our Patreon members that will be on video. So not only do you get to hear about it, but you get to see us actually talking about it.
1: Apologies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Whatever. You're so handsome. So head on over to Patreon.com slash Swingers. We provide that as an exclusive bonus as a thank you for sponsoring the show. So again, Patreon.com slash Swingers. If you want to start seeing some of my slutty fucking behavior from AVN Week, it is starting to go up on OnlyFans. And you can find it at OnlyFans.com slash Swingers. I think the first full shoot I'm going to put up is with a guy named Samaj. Super I'll young. link him in our show. notes too because i think he's just deserving of an amazing amazing shout out he's under samaj triple x this guy's one of the hardest working in the industry and he has an amazing fucking cock it is gigantic it's like the size of my head
1: and he's also an absolute consummate professional
0: Yes, so you can find all of that slutty content at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you want to check out our upcoming events, you guys, for example, we are just, what, two weeks away now from the Sweethearts Ball in Houston at the Swan Mansion. We only have a few tickets left for that. The suites are gone, but there are still event passes, and you can find that information at Members.FrontPorchSwingers.com. We also have our Takeover coming up in Phoenix, the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix Takeover, happening April 13th through the 16th and pod bash happening September 28th through October 1st, right here in Las Vegas. Find all of that information, apply for membership and get your rooms and your tickets while they last members.frontporchswingers.com. Also, if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, our single guy tip of the week is going up there on video every week. So it's a really good opportunity to come see for yourself what we have going on in the studio. So make sure you subscribe. We're on there as Front Porch Swingers. And what am I missing?
1: We have a lot of other stuff happening too. We haven't quite put them up yet, but uh, Denver in June, Denver in August, Memorial Day weekend in Houston. We have a lot of cool shit happening.
0: So stay tuned. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody.